Sandrine, I'm so excited for this. I know. Episode two. Like, no, actually, it's three. Three. Because, like, this is, like, real now. By the third episode, it's like, oh, this is becoming a real thing. Like, I tend to always kind of drop one good episode and disappear for a while. So, like, this is, like, becoming a thing. We're consistent. I like that. Mm-hmm. People on podcast are like, oh, did they just cut? No, I just had <laughs> a moment of silence because I couldn't come up with anything. Okay, what's going on with you? Are, is that where we're going? We're like, what's go- That's we're, we're, going we're on. taking like, inventory, guys. Taking inventory. Reminder of the title. It's just the third episode. People need to know. We're physical culture, and this is taking inventory. So we're going to take inventory of where we're at this week. So where am I at this week? I have been... Man, where I don't know. How about you start? Because I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> I know exactly where I'm at. I'm in a good place right now. And uh, what's going on? Like, um, it's been really busy at work, but somehow my energy levels have been just out of this world. I also, like everybody who's in my circle knows that I have this secret concoction that I make when I feel like I might get sick. And it's happened twice in the past few weeks that I took it. And then the next day, I'm just back to normal can you share the secret with us it's a proprietary blend <laughs> we cannot talk about it no it's uh it's a. Uh, I don't know maybe people are gonna try this and just die so like i'm scared but listen it's advil's neo citron it's like a tea powder but there's ibuprofen in it <laughs> with advil it's ibuprofen with ibuprofen so like it's literally chemical warfare with melatonin and magnesium and i just take all that one shot i get dizzy for five minutes and then i pass out <laughs> And I'm back the next day like a warrior. I'm an oregano oil girl. So I'll just take oregano oil and I'm like, and I use my brain and I'm like, I'm just in perfect mental and physical health. And then I wake up the next day and I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have mental control over my physiology yet. But like, I hope I can get to this level one day. Just like, okay, white cells, just kill all the, all the bugs. Yeah, no, I'm not there yet. So I use chemical warfare. That's what's been going on with me. Good energy. Um, everything's good. I'm happy. Like, we have the master class coming next week, so I'm mm. super pumped up for that. We're going to have a uh, nice That's going to be insane. We're talking about the back, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to have the opportunity to network with a bunch of other trainers that are coming to support us and to come and learn with this event. So I'm so happy because, like, you've been helping me so much to put the word out there. Of course. Uh, I'm grateful for this. Of course. And uh, you're going to be there with us. Mm-hmm. So if you're not coming for me, come for a sweet drink because we're both going to be there. We're going to talk about back training. Oh. The sexiest part on the body. I mean, well, I think I'm a sucker for quads, but I love the back. Yeah, it's nice. I'm excited. I'm excited to learn and just expand my knowledge. You know, from yeah. the best. Yeah, and and you from know the what? Master himself. I appreciate. Thank you. <laughs> even though I don't see myself as a master, but what I'm looking forward to is like to share my knowledge and hopefully trigger conversations amongst others that is going to make me achieve another level of knowledge. Right? I think. I think my greatest learning moments were when I was exchanging with other people in the industry. So that allows us to think outside of the box or to challenge our own narrative. So that's what I'm looking forward to. But thank you. I'm excited. So what's up with you? Talk to us. Um, well, you know, it's interesting because I think we all start, we started off the week good and there was a couple of like dips for everyone. Big dips. Big dips. But those challenges, is they're amazing. Like we actually welcome them because through that, that adversity and those struggling moments we really see ourselves and we see like how can i handle this how can i overcome this we call it character building days character you know? building days we've had a few of those this week well yeah. i know i did yeah. and uh 
you know, work was, is super busy and I'm super grateful. I have incredible clients, but on top of like my current training block and all of that, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot to um, navigate. And on top of everything with emotions and like, I, I don't know, like I know you at the gym, there was a couple things like leaks and leaks. annoying things happening, little things. But this week, the magnitude was greater of how mm-hmm. they were impacting us. Um, I'm going to address what you just said, because you know, like when you work a nine to five, and you get rammed at work, you can complain about it. Like, I hate my boss. They're making me work too much. They're giving me too much, you know? But when you're self-employed, it's like sometimes you do get rammed or sometimes you do get overwhelmed, but it's like you feel guilty to complain about it. And yes, I'm grateful and so are you, but mm-hmm. all the people you're working with. But sometimes it's like you're just overwhelmed with how much things you have to do and then you kind of have to suck it down because you're like, well, you know, like this is my bread and butter. That's what puts food on mm-hmm. the table. So I need to be... I need to appreciate this, you know? So it's it's a dilemma, you know? It's this internal battle you get with your emotions of like, I'm angry, but I shouldn't be. I'm annoyed. I'm stressed. I shouldn't be, you know? Yeah, and also it's because we really care about what we're doing and we're passionate about it. And we want to help everyone. We want to help everyone, but yeah. it's, we also can't, like we can't pour from an empty cup. So it's also very important for us to feed ourselves, you yeah. know? And, and, and recharge. Recharge, exactly. 100%. Yeah, I was. I felt very depleted this week. Not gonna lie, I'm hitting How new. Depleted? I'm hitting like new PRs also with my workouts, but like I've been emotionally depleted. Like mm. I've been feeling like, which then trickles into and tri- there's like a trigger effect into my physical yeah. right. And then at the end of the day, I'm just like I, like I can barely see. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. And like when you train at this level, when you're that serious and that when it's that regimented and like you know, progressive overload gets real and you're, you're pushing the limit, you know, it's like, that's why you need those deloads, you mm-hmm. know, like then you start understand the significance of you can't train balls to the wall all the time, mm. you know, because literally it will take everything out of you. That one hour compounded over all your workouts, you have a hard time finishing your days, you know, mm-hmm. that's why we include that deload, but you're not at your deload yet. You're going to have no. to suffer a little longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, highs and lows and highs this week it was a roller coaster hills and valleys ups and downs character building days yeah these are these are a moment i think in terms of food because i'm eating more now i'm like i'm i find myself like i'm thinking about food a lot interesting like a lot because i'm like navigating a new way of fitting my macros in mm-hmm. and it's just like i'm like constantly excited for the next meal it's like a game for me but i'm thinking about it a lot cool how much are you eating right now 1800 calories 1800 calories a little more than the last two episodes we discussed yeah. about that huh yeah so I it's trinkling up and you're still looking awesome thank you um i don't think you're at full maintenance yet so we're upping my calories again we're upping tomorrow. cows again <laughs> I like that. I like- I'm excited. I love food. Yeah. This is exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. I mean, I'm not complaining either. Um, on my own personal journey, uh, I, all I've been doing is upping my calories lately and uh, my weight's still dropping. So how many calories are you at? So as of tomorrow, die. as of tomorrow, I'll be eating 3,800. This is like, this is wild. Even for me. me, who's been doing diets and bulking and the nasty kinds, the good kinds, I don't think I've ever been this level of meticulous compliance and accurate tracking to how much energy goes in and out. So this is very new territories for me. Even for me, who's been doing this a long time, I feel like this is the best I have ever flipped from a mini cut 
because I'm just like crushing how I've been gradually upping my food and I'm keeping cardio steady, not zero, not hundred, just somewhere that is realistic for me, like 30 minutes a day. And my weight seems to still be trending down. So it's still going down. That's why I'm, I went from 2,800 when I first pulled out of the, of the mini cut to now 3,800, actually a thousand calories over. And I'm still, wow. still not in maintenance. At least once I get to 38, we will see. Right now at 35, 36, I'm still not in maintenance. Wow. So this is fun. It's fun. It's honestly a different type of challenge though. Like making sure you can strategize to have all that food fitting in because you don't want to eat 2,000 the whole day and just binge 2,000 mm. before bed. Because that's not working out for me. This is what I used to do a little bit in the past. You know, I'm like, I'll have an extra two, 300 from just like an ice cream popsicle or something, a little treat at night. But then you end up consuming like 1,500 calories right before bed. And it's just not strategic because you're still kind of not really full of energy throughout the day. It's like you're binging at night, but you're empty throughout the day. So now I've been very strategic about where I'm putting my food and it paid off. And so do you feel like you have more mental clarity as well? More energy, more mental clarity. Yeah. Cardio, keeping cardio even in the off season has also helped me with mm -hmm. my energy, with my immune system. Like we're entering fall and I feel like a lot of people are getting sick. And yes, I have my special concussion, but I also feel like my immune system is really like top tier right now because um, my cardiovascular power is stronger. And overall, like it's just been good. Well, also I'm the quality of the food that you're eating like if you're making sure all your macros are there yeah, then, it's not an ice cream yeah, it's more rice exactly. or more potatoes like exactly 100 so good point focusing on the nutrient density of food nutrient density the micronutrient also yeah. so well that's what you said nutrient that's what you meant yeah um yeah and uh yeah so that's what's going on awesome awesome you want to talk a bit about training yes Wait, so when you were on your mini cut refresh my memory mm -hmm. what was your training model my mini cut? Uh, sorry. So when you when since you reversed no. Oh, yeah. So do you remember which model you were at the end of prep? Uh, no. It was a volume. volume. It was a volume. Okay. So it was a volume. So like eight to twelve reps. Yeah. Um, more pumping, less heavy, yeah. but not too much pumping. That's where you were. Yeah. So then, when after competition, we went into metabolic. Metabolic. Which was how was that? Very intense, guys. It is. It was wild. Yeah, you really like you're sweating like a lot, and I I never experienced anything like that. It was wild. It's so hard to explain to someone who hasn't trained with us, you know, mm -hmm. who doesn't fully understand our approach. But like metabolic is, think that like your training is like cardio. Like uh, the lowest rep you amount of rep you're gonna do is ten, and it can go up to twenty and even thirty if you're doing a drop set or even a mile set like some sets you were doing 100 reps explain what a mile set is because it was the first time i'd ever done that in my life and yeah, so yeah. for our listeners so i did not invent a mile set like it exists but i think i've tweaked it in a way that i i've used it for a long time and i've like tried different approach the one that we use together is probably my favorite way of doing it so you pick a weight that is going to be your 50 rm max 65 70 rm okay so that means that it's not super heavy it's like 60 percent of the max weight you could lift and with this you do a first set where you go anywhere between 10 and 20 reps ideally you're hitting the highs the high teens like 17 18 19 20 and then you max max take 15 20 seconds rest and then you go back 
And hopefully you get between 10 and 20 every round. Sometimes it's going to be four or five. And you do this five rounds, always 15 seconds rest. So guys, glute drive, 20 reps. Yeah. Okay. And she's so fucking stubborn. She would try to hit 20 every time, you know? <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm like two more, two, two more. more. And she keeps going and I'm like, nah, there's no way she's going to pull one more. And then like sweet dream, the magician just pulls out another one. Out you of know what hat. it is? It's always my last set. Oh, uh, set. Yeah. It was literally my- like 20, 20. Then there's you know, a dip. 18, 17. She's fighting. And then the last set out of nowhere, she had 12, 10 seconds ago. And now she's <laughs> hitting 20. You know, it's like, I always say that sentence. How do you behave when the finish line is in sight? Mm. Do you sprint or do you slow down? Mm. And Sandrine sprints. She, she did it. So overall, it was like 100 reps in the span of like four minutes. Yeah. It was nasty. So that is metabolic. Nasty. Metabolic. We call it. What do we call it? So metabolic. The, they say diabolic. Diabolic. Exactly. <laughs> diabolic. God. It's, it's, it's really challenging, but I also know that the cardio that I, I was doing throughout prep, the 90 minutes a day really helped yes. with that. Thank yes. God. Cause you wouldn't do you metabolic. Yes. Like my cardiovascular was really great that I was able to, to do that. I wasn't. How, how did it feel? Like, uh, like, did you hate it? Did you like, we, we call it diabolical, but like overall, did you, did you like it? Did you enjoy it to a certain extent? I love every single block that we do, to be honest. Like every, it's always a new challenge. And mm-hmm. for me, it's just like, I don't know, like people who complain during workouts, I don't understand it. For me, I'm just like, <laughs> I love this. Like, I love the challenge. Like, I love yeah. to push myself. I love to see what I'm capable of doing. So no, I didn't, I didn't dislike it you know it's hard yeah of course it's fucking hard i think you like hard stuff i like it you know like when it's hard it's like an opportunity for you to better yourself yeah you know so it's like it sucks in the moment like if i beat this whether it's today or tomorrow then you get your dopamine shot Mm -hmm. you know you get that feeling of accomplishment that's what we're after so i think that's a nice way to put it you know it's like changing and I think you addressed this recently, like changing the focus from it hurts to the focus of it's making me better. Yeah. You know, somebody reached out to you and asked you, now it's coming back about like, what is it? Sacrifice. It was that mostly one? about falling in love with the process. Oh, yeah. You know, the person was asking you about like, what does it actually mean? Like, what's a tangible example of falling in love with the process? I think that's one of those. Correct 100%. Me if I'm wrong. It's like, Every day that I show up, like I live to come to the gym, by the way, like it's like my favorite part of my day because I know I'm going to do something for myself. It's my me time. I don't, I'm not on my phone. I'm showing up to a workout. I'm putting all of my energy into something and I'm really showing myself what I'm capable of. And that's empowering as hell, you know, to just be like, I, it's just me versus me. Amen. I like that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's one of the reason that you say you're in love with the process. Yeah. That's a good example. It's an opportunity for you to be better. Yeah, I know a sacrifice or like, yeah, anyways, we can go, we can talk about We're going to have a whole episode yeah. on this, you know, which we will. Um, but that's what's going on with yeah. your with your training block. So you did metabolic and yes. now we are in, do you know the name? Is it, are we in intensity? Intensity. intensity. So I don't really pay attention. He tells me what to do in life. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's hard. Great. Yeah, perfect. It's hard anyways. I... There's a milestone. I hit a milestone. Tell us. Tell us. I hip thrust 400 pounds. Yeah. I did it. That was epic. I did it. Twice. Because it is epic because when we first met, when I first started working with Sal, 
he told me, he's like, one day, you know, you're going to hip thrust 400. And I was like, <clears throat> as a matter of fact, <laughs> when we had this conversation, I vividly remember I said 300. Really? Yes. And I freaked. I was so afraid because the narrative I had or my internal dialogue, or my limiting beliefs was that, first of all, I could never do that. How the hell am I ever going to do that? And I didn't want to become big and bulky. I am nowhere near big she's, and bulky. She's still small. <laughs> but it was at the end of our first dieting phase. That was not even prep. That was rolled oh, right. to the photo shoot. Yes. And I was telling you, when we get to maintenance after the photo shoot, you're going to hit 300. Yeah. The fear in your eyes. The panic. Yeah. I was like, I almost, I almost regretted because I was like, oh, shit, she's going to walk out that door and never come back. <laughs> but so I was like, no, no, but, you know, if you want to, that's something. That yeah, he was so do, kind. He's like, know? if you want, we'll see when we get there. We'll see when we get there. We could do high res forever or we could just like, destroy it. And we did. And then during that maintenance phase, you hit 300. Yeah. And after that, it was just like, I feel like you, it was slowly growing on you the idea of like getting stronger and it's not going to change you. But also, guys, I never ask what the weight is. Like, I don't pay attention. Like, I don't even know. He just I never tell. He, he, at the end, he'll tell me and I'm like, after oh, set. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. So it's like, I don't pay attention. And that yeah. just kind of helped me rewire that that story so that was head? your way of like yeah. protecting yourself yeah. at the beginning at the beginning so i but feel like now when you hear 400 you hip trusted yeah, for like, six reps by the way with a hold at the top like that's not a one rm pr no 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 that's like domination and i feel like you were proud yeah i was fucking proud of myself like yeah. i was like i'm a strong ass badass warrior woman yeah. and you're so empowered right now yeah like it's really cool to see that like and i love telling people about my win i'm like i'm celebrating <laughs> well, i got 400 telling, now you're telling everyone. yeah exactly <laughs> so that was your milestone this week yeah and that's what intensity is all about so she did volume metabolic when we reintroduced calories i kept her metabolism high with a metabolic program and now that we're kind of just in the maintenance phase mm -hmm. and now we're really in the period where we want to like build your muscle intensity is a nice model for that because i'm trying to get you strong whether getting stronger is going to build muscle now or at least acquiring new levels of strength is going to carry over to when we do other stuff you're going to make you grow as well so that's what you're doing now and that's when we hit those prs so mm -hmm. you've had a heavy hip thrust you also had really good squats more depth on your squats oh my god my squats ass to grass rdls like, are yeah. looking insane yeah uh, overall, it must be nice, you know? It's very to, like, nice. Not train depleted, also. Yes. And also, what's really cool is the low rep range. Like, it's so fun. You're just like. Especially coming yeah. back from metabolic. After doing 20 reps. A set of but, six is a joke. Yeah. It's, well, <laughs> with 400 it's a pounds. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 this is one of the reasons why I do that, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like, that's why people complain when they're in metabolic, because it is hard, but. At least I like to remind them to hold on to the idea that this is what's going to carry over even in the heavy sets mm -hmm. later on with the smaller amount of reps because it really translates well. You, you become mm -hmm. so pain tolerant, so fit, and so skilled. I think it's something that people forget. When you do a high rep set, you're practicing the movement 20 times yeah. rather than five. So you always train in the five reps, six reps, eight reps. You're never really practicing the movement. Mm. In the 20, 15 reps, there is a... There is a moment where at 10 or 12 and you're still another eight reps to go, you kind of click. You become a bit more one with your body. The level of awareness, that's where it's achieved. Well, know? and I noticed that in my deadlifts. Like now it's like the contraction in the muscle. Like I, 
because mm. of the metabolic now it's like i really i'm really connected to my body yeah because it's hard to feel your muscles when they're stretching yeah so you do a hip thrust big squeeze big burn you do a 45 degree glute hip extension big burn big squeeze when you do an rdl it's a stretch mm. so it's not as present in terms of sensation but then for someone like you who's been going through all these cycles and who's more advanced in their journey now you have that new level of muscle mind connection you could call it mm -hmm. where now you're actually feeling your muscle stretching so people are a bit impatient to feel their muscle you shouldn't focus on that to be you should focus on doing it right mm -hmm. and then you get to that point and this is like telling me now that you're feeling this that you've actually reached a new level of training wisdom i like to call it like you're you have your biological age but you have your training age mm. and that number is going up now it just reached a new milestone a new checkpoint where it's like okay there's a new acquired skill that's with you we'll talk in three years <laughs> i'm excited to see where i'll be in three years <laughs> uh definitely yeah. bigger glutes i hope so yeah you oh keep my god testing those freaking 400s well i'm gonna get to 500 are you kidding now now i'm ready okay so like we should talk about my personal journey but like i just really like where this conversation went today like talking about you and i think i want 